Well, all right, Carlos, if you want to go ahead and get started. Okay, so allow me to introduce myself. My name is Carlos Acosta. I am the career specialist here at Jacksonville State University. I work in the Office of Career Services. Um, as career specialist, my duties entail, of course, meeting with students on a one-on-one -on -one basis and helping them prepare and look for their next career move. Uh, but I also work as the co-op and internship coordinator uh, here in the office. And so what that entails is as a coordinator, I'm speaking with businesses on a daily basis or whenever they get in contact with me, um, trying to help set up internship programs or find students uh, that would like to work in internship program. Maybe some of these companies already have a program established and they're just looking for students. And then on the other hand, there's companies that don't have any programs at all. They don't know where to start. And so our goal is just to sit down with them, um, explain what they need to do to develop a good uh, quality uh, internship program. And so for me, I'm going to go ahead and start um, and share my screen and walk you through uh, developing your internship program. So if everyone can see my screen here, um, today we're going to be discussing developing and maintaining a quality internship program. And so this is a slideshow that we use anytime we sit down with employers and we want to discuss uh, the options of what they'll be doing. So our first slide in designing your internship program, there's certain things that you need to keep in mind anytime you're talking about designing a program and implementing a program. You want to be able to assess your need. You want to be able to plan for the intern, prepare for the intern, you want to select your intern, intern onboarding, support and feedback, and then the internship completion and reflection. And so we'll discuss all of these topics more in depth uh, as we go on through our program today. So when you're designing your program, you need to understand that internship programs are not created overnight. This is something that is going to take time to develop. Um, a lot of times when individuals or companies are trying to start a program, if they don't get the right intern or if they don't feel like the program is something that they're able to maintain or if they feel like they haven't gotten the most out of it, they usually try to stop that program um, from going on. They will eliminate it and then focus their attention on other things. Um, but it does take time. You know, you're not going to learn and not going to have a great experience right off the bat. There's going to be a learning process where you're going to be able to sit down with the student. You need to sit down with your own company as well. Uh, look at what worked and what didn't work. And then just tweak it a little bit uh, regarding or concerning what you need to do. And so it's important, first of all, to assess your needs. You know, do I have time to mentor an intern? You know, where is the intern going to work and how long do I need the program to last? So when you assess your needs, you need to understand, you know, is this a program that's going to be short term? Um, what in the office can I do or can I have an intern do um, that's going to allow them to gain experience and it's going to allow our company to grow? Uh, it's very important to understand that you are going to be mentoring. These are students. These are, are, are a lot of times they're adults. A lot of times they're adults that have gone back to school and are looking to, to change career. Um, so you really want to be able to mentor the student and take time away to mentor that student and speak with them 
but then look at your company. Are there any short-term projects that you have due? Um, is there someone in the office that needs help? Um, so all of these are going into assessing your needs. Um, where is the intern going to work? Do you have the proper workspace for that intern? Do you have a desk? Do you have an extra computer or laptop? Um, you know, are they going to have uh, enough projects to keep them busy throughout the entire semester? Uh, when you talk about those projects, are they short-term projects? Are they long-term projects? You know, all of this needs to go into assessing your need and where you're going to want to develop and put that into it. You know, how long do you need the program to last? Is it going to be for a semester? Is it going to be every other semester? Um, is this a program that you're only going to do during the summertime? So as the employer, you have the ability and the opportunity um, to really be able to sit down, to look at your, your company and say, okay, this is where we need help. You know, in the summertime, uh, we have a little bit more downtime. So that way we're able to bring in interns and speak with them and talk to them and sort of work through the program together. Whereas it may be in the fall or the springtime, we have a lot of work pickup. You know, we need an intern to come in that time. So then that way we can uh, get them in here, um, let them know what's going on. Also, you want to be able to understand is, you know, is this when you're talking about your program lasting, is this something that's going to be every other semester? Because if you have a lot of projects and you want someone to go into your program, are you going to be bringing that student back, um, let's say, every other spring, every other fall, uh, every other summer? The thing to understand with internships and where they differentiate from uh, cooperative education opportunities or co-op is that internships usually are just one semester long. Right. They're only going to be for a short term period. And a lot of times those students don't come back. But if you're able to develop an internship program where you can bring those students back into the fold, um, let's say they come back, they're there for the summer, they go to school in the fall and then you bring them back in the spring or you bring them back the following summer. Um, maintaining that um, consistency in the students training is going to help you and going to help your program go a long way. Um, and so what is your end goal? You know, your going goal would really need to be to develop a talent pipeline, right? Or are you looking for short-term help? Developing a talent pipeline is crucial today for a lot of companies being able to succeed. Um, what we know in that developing a talent pipeline, especially with whether it's a university, whether it's a community college, whether it's another company um, training program, is that you're going to need people to fill those roles over and over and over again. You know, a lot of times you have to look at your company and say, do we have a high turnover rate? If that's the case, then student interns are going to be able to uh, fill that gap. They're going to come into your company. They're going to learn how your company works and operates. And then you'll be able to keep those student interns um, if you like the way they work out. You know, or are you looking for short-term help? Um, if your end goal is just to get someone in there, train them, you know, do some short-term work that you need to get done because someone else or other people in the company are busy, um, then that's perfectly fine as well. But you have to be able to state that clearly. So you see here, we have a picture of an intern serving uh, a CEO his coffee. Um, this is not the good sign of an internship, right? We, we, for a long time have understood interns, you know, go get the coffee, go get the lunch, run the errands here and there. Um, you know, interns are not free labor. 
Um, these are students that are receiving training, um, you know, and they should be guided throughout the duration of the internship program. So you are going to be mentoring these individuals, these students, once they come into your company. Um, if you're just asking them to get coffee, if they're just sitting there in front of a computer screen all day with no tasks to do, that's not a good internship. You really want to involve them into the different folds of your company. So if you're, if you're saying, okay, well, I don't know what to do. Well, that's a great opportunity for you to maybe show them how the human resources side works. Maybe show them how the accounting side works. Um, if they have to be on the floor, show them how it, how it works to be on the floor and to work with others in the team. Um, develop special programs, um, you know, design a marketing campaign that they can take part in. So all of this is going to go into developing that program. Um, one thing you want to keep in mind is that you don't want to take this as an opportunity to humiliate an intern. Um, that's going to turn them off because understand that for a lot of students, they end up speaking with their peers. They end up speaking with their professors. Um, they tell them what the internship program was like. And a lot of times that gets back. And so what will end up happening is that maybe this the school or the students won't tell you, but you'll end up losing communication. And a lot of that is times because there was negative feedback that was given. You know, if an intern experiences such behavior, again, they're going to be pulled from the program immediately. This is something that, you know, we, we take into consideration. Um, we've had instances where, you know, we've sent students abroad or sent students uh, to a local company or something, and they didn't have the best internship program. So that's feedback that we need to know. Um, so anytime we work with a company or, you know, anytime a program or company is taking that, so you can go ahead and develop your program and change things around. And maybe it's, it's a leadership issue. Maybe it's a, uh, a direct supervisor issue that we can go ahead and fix and change. So the picture you see here is much more of what you're going to be going through when you have an intern. You really want to bring them in because interns bring for you, they bring a lot of energy, right? They're young, they're excited, they are getting their degree, they want to go out into the world and do great things. And that's amazing. And that's awesome. Um, so you really want to harness that energy. And a lot of times these students bring new ideas into the fold, right? They will have the opportunity to look at something going on in the office and say, you know, I think we can do this a little bit better, you know, and a lot of times they probably won't say it, but that's what communication, good communication will do for an internship program. The, you having the ability to speak to your intern on a one-on-one -on -one level, get student feedback, uh, make them feel comfortable in the work environment that they're in, will allow them to share those ideas uh, with you and with the rest of the company. And a lot of times that leads into building great morale for your company. So anytime you want or have those new ideas and you have that positive energy come in, you're able to harness it, uh, your morale will, you will see, will go up. Um, we've had instances where our students have participated in internships and they've brought a lot of great energy and a lot of new ideas. They've raised that morale in the office. Uh, seeing someone that's young, that's just starting off, um, you know, feed off that energy. It's, it's one of the positives and one of the reasons why you really want to develop a great internship program. Again, they can assist on office projects and you really want to provide the feedback um, to the students. And so we'll get more into those as we progress through this presentation.
you want to assess your need, right? So again, we talked about this earlier. Are your old projects need to be completed? You know, is there something on the back shelf that hasn't been discussed uh, for quite a while or that's just been sitting there and you're saying to yourself, you know what? I really need that project completed. It's getting to the point where it's just been sitting there for a long time. I really would like to have someone work on it and complete that project for us. Um, and so internships fill that gap. You know, peak season or big project that needed extra help. Um, you know, are you coming into a season if you're a party planner and you need something going on and you have your own party planning business? Um, if you have a student that comes in uh, with a degree in communications or marketing and they're able to help you um, succeed during that peak season, a lot of times um, your intern ship could be a short-term internship, which is what we've been seeing a lot of recently, a lot of these micro internships that happen um, during the peak season. So um, November, anytime you're looking around Thanksgiving or Christmas, a lot of times in that area. Um, and of course, during summertime, because a lot of time individuals want to take you know, time off and want to go on vacation, you can bring in an intern and they can help fill that gap. So specific employee needs for short-term help, so this is any time that as uh, an employee may be getting behind, maybe it's one of your long-term employees, they need specific help um, for a project that's going on in the office or something that they need to get done, but other individuals around them are actually busy, you can go ahead and bring in that intern help and work with that specific employee uh, to get things done. You know, do your pre-existing resources or programs need updating? This is any SOPs or standard operating procedures that you may have that are you know, out of date or that if they're a program, again, that needs updating, something that needs to be uh, revamped in some way or some condition, that's an excellent reason why to bring in your interns. And do you need help launching a great idea? You know, if you need help, if you're, we have companies all the time that come to us as a resource and looking for students to do work on projects, um, whether it's, you know, hosting concerts or hosting events, you know, they'll look for student interns. They'll keep their internship applications open on a rolling basis, which is another option for employers. And that helps them anytime they need help, uh, whether they're launching a certain program at a certain time. So readiness. Let's go at the top and let's see time and resources to develop and mentor throughout the internship. Right? Do you have that time? Do you have that ability to mentor your student? That's something that you need to ask yourself. Again, do you have physical space for intern to work? You know, do you have the technology? Do they have the phone, uh, a computer, anywhere to sit down? Because a lot of times if you show up, and this has happened to me when I was a student, you sit, you show up to a company, there's no desk for you, there's no computer for you. Uh, you're just sort of standing there asking yourself, what should I do? And they say, okay, well, we have, we, you know, we have special. We have special plans for you, but they don't really get around to saying what those special plans are. You can leave a student in limbo and, and wondering, okay, I don't want, I really want to do this. And so a lot of times the student um, not knowing and being apprehensive, because we understand that the student, once they come into the program or once they come into your company, they're going to be a little scared. They're going to be standoffish. They're going to be shy. So we need to be able to make them feel as comfortable as possible and help them feel like they're a part of the team. You know, plan for how your intern can contribute to your goals. You want to set a list of goals for your intern and let them know 
this is where you're going to fit in. This is going to allow you're going to be able to contribute with us. Uh, you want a supervisor in your company that has experience managing interns. If you don't have someone in your company that has that experience, um, then you want to be able to provide the most senior level individual and have a direct line of communication. One of the things that we look at also is that the structure to ensure intern meets uh, in the meeting standards, right? So have your student have an open structure and let them know what that structure is when they're coming into a company. So if you have about four or five individuals and each individual is telling this particular student what to do, what not to do, that can become very confusing. Uh, communication will begin to shut down. And what you will have is the student starts to do one project when they're actually supposed to be doing another project. And when you have too many cooks in the kitchen, it may not turn out so well. It may be a bad recipe and you know, what you're getting is a hodgepodge of projects, unfinished projects. And then when the time comes for the program to end, you're essentially telling the student, well, you didn't get your projects done. The student can sit there and say, well, you know, I had, you know, four or five people telling me what to do and I really didn't know what to do um, ultimately. And so I need to be able to have that good structure. And that's very crucial when you're developing your internship program. And you want to be responsible for an onboarding process. Onboarding is absolutely crucial. And so for you as a company, you may be used to onboarding individuals that are going to work for you full time. But again, this is a student. This is someone that may not be for your company for very long. So you want to tailor an onboarding process that can have uh, let them know parking, uh, if they're going to have a badge, they have to fill out any paperwork that day, um, if they're going to be paid or not paid, you know, what their responsibilities and their goals are, you know, establishing that line of communication. All this goes into your onboarding process and letting the student know what's expected of them, um, even if it comes down to the way they're supposed to dress in a professional manner, uh, who to go to if something happens, um, to report something. So all of that goes into your onboarding process. And like I said, understand that it's a student that is gaining experience that will not be there for a long time. So you have to tailor that onboarding process to fit them. One of the places where a lot of our companies get distracted um, is that we have to create, you know, an intern post description. And so a lot of individuals, human resources in particular, are able to create a job description. But with your student intern, you want to be able to create a post description um, that is going to showcase your company and culture. It's going to list the company goals and mission. And what's intern, what interns can expect from your company? You know, what can they expect? Are they going to be uh, treated like one of the uh, full-time employees? Are they going to be expected certain projects? You know, the beginning date and ending date of the internship. Uh, the location of the internship, will they have to be able to drive or will they just be at one location? So you want to be able to uh, list all of those, um, those, those goals and everything, those, those ideas to what the student can, can learn. Um, you want to be able to develop learning goals or SMART goals, as we call them, that are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timed out. And so this is just listing goals um, like I said, be very specific for students because a lot of times having to work 
in higher ed, if you're not specific, uh, a lot of times the students are going to have questions or they are just going to get turned off automatically. Um, are they measurable goals? Are there uh, beginning and ending dates? Are there certain timelines that they have to meet? Um, are they attainable? Is this going to be a project that can be finished by the end of the semester? Um, are they realistic goals or are they time bound? Uh, you want to list the projects and you want to be able to leave out key descriptive words uh, that may confuse the intern about employment. So a lot of times you don't want to have the student intern come into your company assuming that by the end of the semester, they're automatically going to be promised a job. Um, so that's why one of the reasons why we don't use the work when we talk about internships, we like to use the word training is that we like to leave the student knowing that this is a training opportunity for them to gain more skills and to be able to apply those skills to a real world environment to take what they've learned into the classroom and again apply that to a real world environment. So when you plan for your intern, you want to be able to give your intern structure develop a list of projects, find space, work with academic institutions or career services. So let's run these down. Again, as we mentioned before, giving them structure, giving them a line, open line of communication, who is their direct supervisor? And then from there, who should they report to if there's any problems? Um, should they report directly to the CEO of the company or do they go through human resources? Again, your projects are gonna be very specific and on a timetable. There could be multiple projects or there could be one ultimate project that is completed by the end of the semester. Um, find space, again, that goes with being able to find space for the student to work. Um, and then work with institutions, academic institutions, career services. So here at JSU, we have the opportunity and the ability uh, to work with directly with career services. We act as liaisons as well through the academic department, or you can contact the academic department and to work with them uh, to develop goals and strategies. Many students, when they go into an internship program or when they apply to do an internship for that particular semester, um, they will have certain goals that they need to meet by the end of that semester. Um, their director, their academic advisor is gonna give them that those goals and ultimately they should accomplish them. Um, we as career services act directly with those departments because we like to make sure um, that the student is completing those goals. So when you're preparing for your intern, you want to develop an intern training process. Uh, you want to assign an internship coordinator, develop internship policy and procedures, create learning or training objectives, and short turnaround may not equal success. So as I said before, this is a long-term process. So when you're talking about developing an intern training process, you're talking about the things that the student is going to need to know um, from the very first day to the last day, what their onboarding process is going to be like, who is going to be training them, answering the telephones, answering emails, filing, working with customers. All this goes into the intern training process. You want to assign an internship coordinator. So again, someone that has experience working with student interns. If not, you want to, again, advise someone who has been there the most senior level or a senior level individual who has knowledge of all the policies and procedures. But then you want to take those policies and procedures and develop them for an internship. 
um, something that can relate to students on a one-on-one -on -one level, what's expected of them, how to dress, how to act, how to work in the office space. All this goes into your policies and procedures. And then you really want to create a learning and training objectives. This is important because it allows the student to know what's going on in the office space, uh, what's expecting of them, you know, are there certain things that you want them to know? So is, if your business is in accounting, is it communication? Um, let's say it's in uh, computer science. So any one of those, any, any other um, field that you can think of, right? So you want to create learning environments, give them problems to solve, right? So if there's something going on and, and you think this is a great opportunity or something that you have faced on a daily basis, um, you want to create a sort of learning or training objective around that, okay? So if you're in accounting and let's say the numbers are short, you can develop that into a training program for the student to how to react to that particular situation. Let's say you have individuals that call your office on a daily basis and they're confrontational. You wanna be able to develop a program or a training procedure on what the student should do to handle those particular phone calls. Um, so any, all of that goes into your training objectives. And then realize that short turnaround may not equal success, simply means that just because um, you develop a program or you feel like you develop a program within one or two weeks, okay, we have all this paperwork ready. Um, we have the things set up for the student to succeed. We have their little place where they're gonna work. That doesn't mean it's gonna be successful. Um, again, this programs and one thing that, that a lot of companies sort of shy away from is that this is, something that takes time that you have to go back, you have to evaluate your situation, you have to evaluate what happened, what went wrong, what went well, and then um, make adjustments as you move forward. And so again, it's pretty self-explanatory, a short turnaround does not mean, does not equal success. And so as we go through this process, we're gonna be talking about selecting an intern um, usually your interns, when you're selecting them, it's not an in-depth regular job interview. It's not like you're going to be asking certain questions of them. Um, your students are still in the learning process. And so it is going to be a process for you as well as the student uh, getting to know each other, understanding what's expected of them, um, speaking with them one-on-one. -on -one. Cause like I said, a lot of times what we've realized and what we've seen is that a lot of students are shy or standoffish. They don't have the skills that they need right away to be able to jump right into the workforce. Some students are extroverted and they have great personalities and they just jump right out there and they know what they want. But the majority of students are introverted and they don't really know what they want. They're in a phase where they don't really know what they want to do. They don't know if they want, if they're major that they're majoring in, um, if that's something they're gonna be doing for the rest of their lives. And so you really have to sit down and talk with them and get to know them. Um, being able to speak with students on, on a one-on-one -on -one basis is great. Uh, understand that this is the first time a lot of them are being interviewed. A lot of them have been told, you know, just focus on school. You're, you don't have to worry about anything else, but really need to understand. From our perspective, we try to get them to understand that you really do need to be out there starting your sophomore year, um, getting those internships, you need at least two to three under your belt to get that knowledge to move into the workforce. And you also wanna be able to provide feedback. You know, typically speaking, a lot of students don't get any feedback. Oh, you did great, yeah, okay, but what did I do wrong? So when you're going through the interview process, 
Uh, you want to be able to give them feedback where they can improve if their interview skills were not that great. Um, let them know that. You know, one thing I have a lot of problems with and when I speak to students is um, letting them know, you know, you need to develop your elevator pitch, right? You, that's that 10 to 15 second uh, time frame that you have if you were stuck on an elevator with the corporate, you know, or the CEO of the company, the president or CEO, and let them know about you, what you're looking for. And a lot of students are just absolutely dumbfounded. They don't know what to do. Um, and so being able to provide that quality feedback and try to develop and help them with their confidence and grow, uh, that's really going to be able, that's really going to be a huge help to, to any student once you're going through and you're trying to develop this program. You know, creating an evaluation form, you can rate your candidates. And what it does mostly is it helps you develop a consistent process. So consistency is key in developing a program and developing um, evaluations and, and speaking with the student and not just one student, but the next student and the next one and the next one. So it's like I said, it's an ongoing process in developing um, those consistent processes are going to help you out a lot. So when you come through, let's say you've already selected your student, they now are in the company, um, you want to look to intern onboarding, you want to introduce them to their supervisor, coworkers, company environment, you want to reinforce those expectations, what's expected of them. And you also want to feel this, let the student know that it's welcome for them to ask questions at any time. You want to establish those internship goals, so you're going to sit down, you're going to communicate with them. Right. You want to develop a process for problem solving. You want a chance to review company dress code and other policies. It can last one day or it can last several days. Remember, it is a process. It doesn't have to be rushed. Uh, take your time, work through it, work with the student. A lot of companies say well, we need someone to just jump right in and, and to get going. A lot of times it doesn't work that way. A lot of times you really need to hold a student's hand and walk them through the process. I know it can be, it can sound tedious um, or time consuming, but that's really what you really need to do if you're really going to be looking at uh, developing your internship program. So just some topics you wanna to be able to cover on day one. You wanna go over the company history, overview of the company structure. You wanna get any paperwork and policies out of the way. Right, you want to be able to overview of products and services. What products do you have? Do you provide for customers? Uh, what services? You want to be able to help them tour the building and introduce them to employees. You know how to, so computer programs, fax, mail, set up the phone, voicemail, uh, show them where the supply room is. You know, if they need badges, if they have a certain parking area that they need to park at, safety regulations. Uh, you want to discuss their daily hours, so you expect them to be at work at a certain time and leave at a certain time. Um, you know, project worksheet, overview of, pro you wanna give them a project worksheet, which is gonna be overview of projects, you know, assignment deadlines, anything of that nature. So that way they know going into it, let's say you do all of this on a Monday and then by Tuesday, you give them the project worksheet of, of what's expected to them, what's expected of them and their deadlines. And then you wanna communicate expectations. What's your expectation? As an employer, you also have expectation that you want to see get done, right? You have certain projects that you want to see get done um, and how those are going to be accomplished and accomplished effectively. But then you also want to hear the student's 
communication or hear the student communicate what their expectations are and what's expected of them as well. So internship assignments, uh, daily tasks, you wanna develop daily tasks for them. Uh, is it a one semester long project or is it gonna be weekly projects? You can do multiple small projects and make sure that a lot of those projects and some nature align with academic departments. Uh, does the assignment increase knowledge of the industry? So you wanna take into account, are they actually learning business? Are they actually learning about computers? Are they actually learning about human resources? So take that into account anytime um, you're developing an assignment for a student. Supporting feedback is, is, is the main goal um, at the end of any internship program that you're developing. So these are ongoing, understand that you're a mentor and that you have knowledge that the student does not. And sharing that knowledge with the student goes a long way in terms of developing them uh, for the industry that they're gonna be going into. So feedback occurs during the internship. It's not something that should wait till the end. If there's something that you see that's not going right, then you need to be able to sit down with the student and speak with them um, on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Let them know what's going on. You can do this weekly. You can do this once a month. Um, you can do this every other week. So it just depends on you when you have time, develop that internship feedback uh, program with the student, right? You wanna develop a support structure for the student. So let the new student know um, in your environment that they have a place where they can communicate openly and effectively, uh, that they feel safe. So you want them to know that they have individuals that they can count on. Deliver words of encouragement. This goes a long way, telling them that they're doing a good job. Um, and if they aren't doing a good job, you want to be able to communicate that in a way where you can still let them feel uplifted uh, from the words that you're saying, this is how we need to get a project done. So new, notify the student when they're falling behind. Again, all of this comes through open lines of communication. So if you're able to make a student feel safe, if you're able to give them feedback and you can develop that relationship with them, uh, notifying them that when they're falling behind on a project uh, will not be so hard. Because a lot of times we as individuals, we, we, we like to skirt around confrontation, right? We don't want to meet something head on. And a lot of times, um, it's difficult for us to put into words uh, what we need to be said, right? Or if it comes across an email, um, it may seem very confrontational when that's not uh, the point that you're trying to make. So being able to develop open lines of communication and letting them know when they're falling behind in a constructive manner um, is gonna be crucial to help supporting and um, giving feedback to any of the students. Again, weekly meetings to discuss project progress and helpful tips that encourage students to succeed. So anything that can help the students succeed and go further in your company or to have them come out of that shell and start to really participate and communicate in the company. And a lot of that comes through great weekly meetings. Again, this goes throughout the entire semester, you'll be meeting with the students, giving them feedback. So on our last slide here, we talk about the internship completion and reflection. So uh, you have you can establish a presentation day. A lot of um, our departments or academic departments have students that have to complete a program 
And so a lot of that results in a presentation day where you can have the student present any projects that they've completed. Uh, you wanna gather student experience information. You know, did they like the experience? Did they not like the experience? Um, and then of course, gather information regarding the program. What can we do different that we did not do this time around? Um, how can we change or tweak our program to make it better? Then you make take those, you adjust for the next internship cycle. You assess the completion of goals and projects. So that means sitting down with the student talking about the goals and projects that they had. But usually, hopefully, if they get to presentation day, they've pretty much completed their projects. Uh, provide professional feedback. You know, don't, don't be shy to give the feedback. But again, like I said, let's do it in a constructive way and understand that feedback um, can be positive. What did you do well as the employer? What did you do well? What did you feel like you succeeded at in terms of hosting a program? And then what can you do better? Uh, you know, you're gonna have failures. We understand that we all have failures, but then being able to pick back up um, and understanding that we can do better and, and, and grow our program in a way that's gonna be successful in the future. And then do you have any concerns moving forward? Is this something that you're gonna be able to do um, on a daily basis? Is this something that you're gonna do on a semester basis? Um, what concerns do you have? Do you have a budget for it? Do you not have a budget for it? Um, are you afraid that the quality of students may not be as high? Um, or do you feel like maybe, um, is there something going on where you feel like the company, you know, just doesn't have the time to invest in a quality internship program? So all of this has to be taken into account. Um, Again, when you're developing your internship, it's important to understand that there's multiple forms of internship that you can actually get involved with. So having the semester-long internship isn't necessarily um, the type of program that you know you may want to have. You can have a two-week or four-week program. You can have a micro program, um, a micro internship. You can also do um, programs where you have, you know, uh, just a day where a student comes and, and, and observes. Um, so you can do a virtual program, obviously with COVID restrictions, we have a lot of that going on now. Um, and so it just depends on you, on the company, on what you want to do, on what you want to establish um, moving forward and developing those quality programs. Also, really like to talk to companies a lot of times because we do here at JSU, one thing we're very proud of, our student population, we have a very diverse student population. So we do have a lot of international students. And a lot of times employers sort of shy away from the international students because they don't necessarily understand all the aspects of bringing an international student on. But our office is here to help navigate you through those processes. You can bring on uh, international students with uh, through a CPT program. Um, CPT is a federal program, it's curricular practicum training. And so it just means that the student that you're bringing on, if they are an international student, that particular internship program has to do with their academic major. So if it's accounting, then the student has to be in accounting and has to show that they are learning and growing. Um, and so there are, like I said, different programs that you can attend, um, that you can work around and, and we're here to help you uh, with all of that information. And so I will turn it back over to Ms. Uh, Jones. Uh. All righty, so yeah, um, 
Does anybody have any questions for Carlos? If you don't want to ask him publicly, it's not a problem. You can always email me here at the chamber at ashleyj at calvinchamber.com. I'll put that in the chat. Um, but if you think of something later, absolutely reach out and I can pass along to Carlos if you need some assistance with your own internship program. Oh, that was a great presentation. I mean, we have an intern coming in the fall, so hopefully this will also give us some uh, foundations, some guidelines for putting together our own program. I'm looking forward to it. Well, thank you for having me today. It was excellent. I enjoyed speaking with, with everyone and delivering this information. I can leave my email address in the comment section as well if anybody has any more questions. And then I will be, of course, um, giving the PowerPoint slides over to Ms. Jones so she can then send those out as well uh, for anyone that needs that information. Perfect. So this will also be available as a podcast episode through the Chamber or in tune with Calhoun Podcast by the end of this week. Uh, if you're a chamber member, this will also be available on our member information center for you to reference back whenever you need it, uh, also on our YouTube channel. So thank you all for joining us today. Carlos, again, thank you so much for being with us. Again, great presentation. And I hope you all have a great week. Thank you. Right, Bye-bye.